my calves are fucking killing me in the best way possible. I have been going to the gym a lot more consistently as of recently. And the workouts that I did on Friday and Saturday killed my legs. And I'm so happy about it because I'm like, okay, fuck yeah, we're getting toned. Because <laughs> I've been doing like maintenance workouts and stuff just to maintain the muscle that I do have and make sure that I'm not losing it or whatever. But now that I'm like actually working out those muscles that haven't, like the muscle groups that haven't been hit in a while, I'm like, okay, I need a breather. And I'm going to John Mayer like later this week. And so I'll be standing up at a concert for hours. And right now it even hurts to walk into my kitchen. It's great. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Also, I would like to apologize for the two to three week hiatus that I went on. I hate when podcasters that I really like end up going on a break and I'm like dude like I was listening to your podcast like every fucking week I was expecting it you know so I apologize I did spill pineapple juice on my microphone and it ruined it and it was a nice microphone too so I had to buy a brand new one it's completely okay as you can tell we have a brand new mic great quality in love with it so you'll be getting more consistent content and I do apologize. There was such a whole thing with like Amazon and Best Buy and they delayed my package like three times. Best Buy was like, oh, we're going to be two to three weeks out. And then I checked on Amazon and I was like, okay, cool. Like five days. That's not bad at all. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're so sorry. Your package has been delayed. Oh, it's going to be delayed another few days. And then I got a fucking email from Amazon saying like, oh, would you like a refund? Your package is still delayed. And I'm just like, no, I just want my mic. So I just ended up ordering a new mic and canceled my other order. And we have this one and it's all great and it's fantastic. Anyways, I got my mic. We're all happy. Everything is great. It was just a process. And now we're here. And now you're listening to me and we're having a great time, right? So, yeah. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Kelsey, for those of you who do not know me, and this is the premiere episode of Talking Life with Kelsey Flood. I am your host, Kelsey. It is so great to see you on this beautiful Tuesday. Today, we are going to be talking about self-care and prioritizing self-care. This is something that I have been preaching since I was literally like 14 years old and didn't know what actual self-care was. I was like, oh yeah, face mask and a long hot shower and a foot mask and going to the spa and getting a pedicure and manicure. And that's when I was like living at my parents' house with no money to my name being like, yeah, that's the only way to do self-care is like buying a dollar store face mask and ruining your skin which i know sometimes face masks are nice and stuff like that but i didn't ever do really any inner work until i became an adult and like moved out and then came into my own when i was 17. self-care when you're young i am a prime example of this self-care when you're younger when you're like a kid a teenager is a lot different than when you're doing self-care as an adult either way no matter your age you do have to figure out what works best for you. And self-care is not at all a one-size-fits-all kind of situation because everyone is different. Everyone likes different things. Everyone dislikes different things. 
And something that might work for me may not work for you. And that is completely okay. Because I am a different person. You are a different person. Your mom and your sister, your best friend, your fiance, your wife, they're all different people. They function differently. Different schedules, different body clocks. So when it comes to self-care and prioritizing yourself, you need to figure out the routine that works for you and what you can incorporate into your daily life that is going to be most beneficial to yourself. So when you're first starting out, you want to kind of get a general idea idea of things that are going to make you feel a little bit more fulfilled in your day-to-day life because self-care isn't something that like like the media shoves self-care down our throats in different ways where it's like oh my god buy this it's gonna make you feel great purchase this subscription go get your nails done your hair did like all of that, which is great. That's all fantastic. Those are great things and I'm not knocking that at all. But it kind of starts with your inner self figuring out what you like and don't like. And that can only come from trial and error. That can only come from your personal experiences with prioritizing yourself and taking your time. I'm going to give you guys some general ideas. I'm going to give you guys some things that I personally do in my self-care routine in my life. Um, things that have been very beneficial to me and have fulfilled me and have kind of opened up gates into deeper realms as well when it comes to self-care and different routes that I've taken or um, that kind of thing because it also is very much dependent on not only who you are as a person but the environment that you are in. Like I said, like teenage and adult prioritization of nourishment and care is very different because you're in a different environment. Maybe when you're a teenager, obviously you're living with your parents. Um, As an adult, you either have your own place, you're living with roommates, maybe you're still living with your parents. It can still be very difficult um, to find that time to care for yourself depending on where you're at in life. So I... Me personally, when I was younger, I didn't have the space or the environment to properly take care of myself. It was kind of like a a washboard overview of self-care and what I had thought at the time was nourishing me and it was kind of just like a fake it till you make it and I was like oh look well if I keep doing these dollar store face masks I'm gonna feel great about myself and I'm really just taking time no that's not what really makes me feel fulfilled so you have to kind of just figure that out through trial and error love languages can be a great foundation to start with what is a love language a love language is basically how you give and receive love And everyone's is different. Typically, there's the five pillars, not five pillars, but the five different love languages that most people go off of. And me personally, I believe that everyone has five. They're just in a different order for every person. 
and you have to kind of surround yourself with people that have love languages that are somewhat compatible to yours so that way you're all feeling the mutual benefits of feeling love in the friendship relationship um partnership all of that uh so the five love languages are physical touch words of affirmation acts of service quality time and gifts now like i said everyone has all five they're just in a different order and you can figure that out based off of your own personal behaviors or when i start talking about this you you'll like you're like oh definitely that is what i like the most that resonates with me that is my love language and you can have that one but i'm sure you have a little bit of all four of the rest of them as well so me personally i number one am quality time i love spending quality time with people and that is really how i connect with people and how i feel the most loved and how i give out my love um next is gonna be acts of service so like doing things for other people volunteering all of that good stuff that is also how I show my love or doing small things for somewhere I'm like oh I saw these flowers at the store and I picked them up because you were having a bad day so here are some flowers for you um then it's gonna be physical touch I love hugs love hugs so so much if I'm having a bad day I will call up one of my friends and be like hey I just really need a hug right now and most of my friends are physical touch people they love love physical touch so they are more than willing to either drive to my house or let me drive to them just so I can get a hug um then my fourth one would probably be words of affirmation this is also a big one for my friends this is something that I personally need to work on um with showing <laughs> and it's being like oh good job you look gorgeous today oh my god your hair looks so good right now you're glowing like that's an important one as well the last one is of mine is gifts so giving gifts receiving gifts making sure that it's memorable to someone meaningful all of that jazz that's important um for me as well but i would say that's probably bottom tier because i don't necessarily like receiving gifts as much as i like giving gifts but i do like giving gifts and i like receiving gifts as well so it, it kind of just depends but um you need to know these things not only about yourself but about the people that you surround yourself with like I said so you can have those long-lasting relationships and because if some okay listen if someone's not feeling fulfilled in the relationship maybe it's because you're not catering to their love language and not necessarily that you need to cater to their love language but it makes them feel a lot more fulfilled and appreciated when their love languages are being met. So that's important, not only for your friends, but also for yourself. If you're not meeting yourself with the type of love that you like to receive, you're not gonna feel fulfilled. Your self-care is gonna be masked basically, and you're not going to feel the full benefit, not, you're not going to reap the full benefits of what tr prioritizing true self-care is like. So let's kind of get into um, 
the types of love languages and how they pertain to self-care. We're going to start off with physical touch because that is one of the most popular that I am constantly surrounded by. Um, so things that you can do for yourself when you have a physical touch love language, going to get a massage, um, that skin to skin contact, that relaxation, the dark room doesn't have to be like sexualized in any way. It's just like getting that pure bliss of like, okay, I'm in a safe space. I'm comfortable and I'm able to just make my muscles all around feel great. Going to the chiropractor, same thing. Massage, chiropractor. Hugs. Hugs are such a big one. Literally text one of your friends that has a physical touch love language and get a hug. If you have a physical touch love language, get a hug. Give a hug, get a hug. That makes you feel more connected and more fulfilled. Hug everyone in your life. It's important. Um, obviously, only if they're okay with it, but give them a hug. Going to the gym. Prioritizing your physical well-being and your fitness is going to be extremely important if you have a physical touch love language because more often than not, people that have a physical touch love language really do care about physique. They care about their body. They care about nourishing that and making sure that it... Sometimes it can be kind of not the best because they strive for perfection, but taking care of yourself nourishing yourself those are all important things to do when you have a physical touch love language high fives um also taking time out of your day to have a nice long hot shower and having that like 25 30 minutes of relaxation i know it'll up your water bill but it'll be very beneficial towards you <laughs> um, and then also going on runs keeping up with that physical physique those are very important to people that have physical touch love languages and you might want to start incorporating those into your day-to-day -day life to make you feel a little bit more fulfilled um next we're going to go on to words of affirmation if you have a words of affirmation uh, love language as your top slot you're going to want to do a lot of positive self-talk you're going to want to have like morning or evening affirmations where you kind of just either sit in the mirror or sit with yourself and really dive deep into things that you adore about yourself, things that you like. Try to stay away from the things that you don't like. Don't get into the criti criticism, that type of thing. But s start with the I am sentences um i am beautiful i am brave i am smart i am strong i am a hot mama type of shit you can look in the mirror and be like i am sexy i am the baddest bitch on this planet like you can say all of those things that is uh great for affirmations gratitude lists i have some of my close friends that they are the most grateful people on this planet. And I know, because I've heard, that they will write out every single morning what they are grateful for, what they love about life, and the universe will deliver to them. And it makes them feel so, like, loved by not only themselves, but the universe and, like, their higher power or whatever they believe in. And it just gets their days going really well. 
podcasts, listening to uplifting podcasts and things that are going to get you through the day, whether it's motivation, whether it's like life advice, comedy, true crime, listening to podcasts and hearing things that are going to be beneficial towards you and self-help, that is also going to cater towards your words of affirmation, love language. Last for words of affirmation, celebrating your achievements. This is extremely fucking important to note that if you are not celebrating your achievements as a words of affirmation person, you are not getting the full effect of what you like need in life, basically. Celebrate the small things. Go what I, okay. Celebrating my achievements, if I've had the best work week and I've worked my ass off and it went seamlessly, I deserve to go have a really expensive little latte or something that's going to make me feel amazing and or like an ice cream, celebrate the great week that I had. I'm going to do it. I'm going to treat myself like that. Next acts of service, volunteering. Volunteering is very, very fulfilling when you have an acts of service love language as your top slot. Um, It makes you feel good to do things for other people. It really, like no matter who you are, it feels really good to just be like, I just made that person's day. I am making, like that's why customer service jobs, oh my gosh, if if you are acts of service and you work in customer service, it can be very rewarding and also very like upsetting when you can't help someone. Um, but when you can and you just make someone's day and you see that look on their face, whether it's like you went to a food kitchen, you donated some clothes, you did something along those lines of volunteering your time to help someone else, it feels great. It feels amazing. So maybe do a little bit of volunteering on the weekends, go to a pound. Um, also setting boundary boundaries is very important when you have an access service love language. And doing that with people in your personal life, just being like, hey, I need a social battery recharge right now. Or just being like, hey, I really don't appreciate when you talk to me like this. It really just kind of affirms to yourself and does something for you that is going to help you out in the long run. So make sure you're setting those boundaries. Um, Redoing your bedroom, that is an act of service. Let me tell you, when I was 15, 16, even now, 3 a.m. would come around, I would fucking rearrange my room, completely brand new aesthetic. I would go on Amazon, I would buy everything in sight and be like, look, mom, I just redecorated my entire bedroom. Look at it. (laughs) And there'd be like LED lights, fucking tapestries and shit. I would like go (laughs) to Ikea or Home Depot and buy a brand new set of curtains, buy a brand new, brand new, buy a brand new like bed frame and shit off of Facebook marketplace and I still do that to this day it feels so great um outsourcing tasks for people so that's kind of along the lines of like volunteering but if you know that someone in your life is like moving or um maybe they're working an event and they're looking for more people to work for them and you're just asking people just being hey like what can I do to help you with that or like, hey, you're moving, can I come and help? That'll make you feel great as well. So maybe doing some of that um, would be really great for your self-care. Quality time. Now this is my shit. This, this is my 
number one spot, personally. I know everything there is to know about quality time. I spend so much time with myself. I love being alone. I love it. But I also love spending quality time with people, so it's really a 50-50. Um, <laughs> so scheduling time alone is a great method of self-care when quality time is your number one slot. And just taking maybe 15 minutes out of your day to really just sit with yourself, no technology, a good book, doing something you love. Maybe it's cooking a meal or um, cleaning your bedroom and just kind of in taking in your environment. That's really important. And that goes hand in hand with the next one, nature. Spending time in nature, surrounding yourself in a beautiful environment, just kind of being like, damn, I am this speck on this rock seeing this beautiful view in Sedona, it's amazing. Um, meditation. Meditation is a great way to connect with yourself and really just sit and um, focus on your breathing, kind of reflect and think back to things that you maybe need to work on that kind of thing that also goes along with one of the overalls which is going to be journaling journaling is extremely beneficial no matter who you are and you can you're probably like well kelsey what if i don't fucking like journaling don't fucking journal then i'm not telling you what to do 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 what resonates with you um so for me personally i don't specifically resonate in nightly journaling or daily journaling that's not my vibe. That's not my prerogative. So what I do is throughout the week, what I'll do is I have a notes app in my phone. I know. Fucking groundbreaking, right? I'll write down different scenarios in my notes about things that I kind of want to reflect on later. Maybe I didn't have enough mental capacity at that time or maybe enough space to um, take that in at that time. And maybe I just kind of grazed over it. It was like, oh, like I brushed it off. So I'll sit and I will write out like how, so I'll, I'll have like a bullet point list, right? At the end of the week, whenever, it's not like it's every Friday I do this. It's like when I have the time and the space to do it, I'll do it. Um, I'll sit down with myself and kind of just go through the bullet points and be like, how did that make me feel? Am I still mad about that? Am I still like grateful for that experience? Am I happy about it? Like, what can I do better next time? Or it's just like, how did that make me feel type of thing you know um in that moment and what happens when that happens again type of thing and it really just kind of makes you hold yourself more accountable in that sense and so I think that that's kind of my version of journaling where I'll just sit and type every emotion that I've had throughout the week and it feels great kind of just to release all of that negative energy and to kind of put my feelings and thoughts into the world out there so I recommend doing that as well um going back to solo or going back to quality time solo trips are something that I fucking love and this kind of goes hand in hand in hand with the next one as well as dating yourself so taking yourself out on dates taking yourself out on solo trips I flew okay no no, no. we'll start with this one <laughs> So I've taken quite a few solo trips and I love it. I love doing it. It is my favorite thing in the world. When I was in college at NAU, 
I was a freshman, not a freshman, I was a sophomore, and I had just gotten my first car, I decided, you know what? I really wanna just sit on a beach with a donut and watch the sunrise. And you know what I fucking did? I drove all the way from Flagstaff, Arizona to San Diego. It was like seven and a half hours. And I got a donut from Quick Trip, <laughs> sat on the beach by myself, watched the sunrise, and came back home to Flagstaff. I drove 14 hours to sit on a beach and eat a donut and watch the sunrise, and it was completely worth it. I listened to all of my favorite music on the way there, all the way back, listened to podcasts, like, did it for myself, and had no one that was waiting on me, no one that was stressing me out, I had my own budget for it, like, it was spontaneous, and it made me feel good about myself. The next thing that I had done, a solo trip, and had a great experience with, day trips, to northern Arizona or day trips to wherever in your city you want to go do it because you'll meet some really fucking cool people even traveling solo so I flew to Sacramento to go visit one of my close friends and on the way there I met this woman her name was Margaret she was the cutest old lady older lady <laughs> um and she was in first I got my like flight book bumped up to first class so on the way to SAC, I was sitting in first class with this woman named Margaret who bought me a vodka crayon <laughs> and we were chit-chatting. She's like, you're my granddaughter's age. Like, you are so cute. There's this winery in Napa that I would love for you to go to, right? She invited me to this fucking brand new winery that was opening in Napa. She's like, I love, would love for you to come to Napa and we'll give you like wine tastings and all of that for free, like you and a friend. And I was like, absolutely. So that's what I'm doing <laughs> in May. Um, and then on the way back, I met a man named Samson and he invited me to his daughter's wedding in Phoenix. He had an eye patch, super fucking cool, dude. You meet some great people. So do it. Um, dating yourself. So taking yourself out on dates because, okay, now listen, you'll meet some really cool people when you're alone. Obviously you'll meet some cool people when you're with your friends and stuff, but when you're alone in an environment that's like kind of scary you get treated really well when you're dining by yourself you get treated like a little princess because it's just like you have all this time so you're like oh take your time like the people who are in customer service absolutely love you because they're like oh my gosh like she's chilling she's waiting you know they're in no rush so doing that is very beneficial as well gifts gifts is the next love language retail therapy is real i don't care what anyone says I love retail therapy. Going shopping for a brand new outfit or something that makes me feel good in my, about myself is fantastic. Brand new pair of shoes, love it. Um, making something. Go to Ikea and buy a brand new fucking bed frame. Buy a desk. Buy a nightstand. And I'm not telling you to do this. I'm not your financial advisor. If you don't have the money, don't do it. But to make yourself feel more fulfilled, if you have the means, do it and spend some quality time with yourself building something that's going to make your life a whole lot fucking easier. It's gonna feel great to do. You're gonna spend quality time with yourself. You bought yourself a nice gift. It's gonna be utilized on a day-to-day -day basis if it's something like a table or something. And it's pretty. Do it. Um, let's see. Oh, cooking a special meal. This is something that's really near and dear to my heart. 
I love sitting and cooking and baking, whether it's for myself or for one of my friends or it's for like a group of people. Making something delicious that I get to nourish my body with and enjoy, whether it's like a cheesecake or if it's a nice like chicken dinner, pasta, steak dinner, I love doing it. Make yourself a special meal whenever you have the ability to, and it's going to make you feel very loved. Buying yourself flowers. I cannot stress this one enough. If you are anything like me and you like little pretty things, buying yourself flowers is very important. I do it once every few weeks. And hear me out. I think that flowers that are bought out of love last so much longer. I saw this on like a post one time and I've believed it because anytime that I've bought myself flowers and I was angry, they last maybe like two or three days. But I have this bouquet of flowers in my kitchen currently. I have two actually, but one of them that I bought for myself, I bought it two weeks ago and it has barely withered. It's lasted two weeks in this fucking vase of water. And I bought it when I was so happy, so on top of the world, loving myself, loving my environment, and it's still there. Still blooming roses, still pretty leaves, still pretty flowers. It's gorgeous. And it's not in sunlight. Like, that's saying something, you know? So buy yourself the flowers, make yourself feel good, make your environment feel pretty. And that is kind of the rundown of like things that you can do day to day. And like I said, don't, you don't have to do all these things. You don't have to do them all at once. Space it out. Try something new. If there's something here that you had heard that you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. Try it. And if you don't like it, it doesn't resonate with you. Change it up. Try something else. Like I said, it is not one size fits all. Cater it to your lifestyle when you have time. But overall, when it comes to self-care, you're going to want to do a few things, no matter what your love languages are. Like, obviously, those are going to be things that are a little bit more catered. But as a whole, you are most definitely going to want to make sure that your sleep schedule is on track because otherwise your cortisol levels are going to raise and that's not going to be good for anyone. Um, moving your body, whether it's something that is super small, like maybe going on a walk in the mornings or going for a run, going to the gym, yoga, Pilates, whatever you have the time to do, just get your body moving. Number one, it makes you feel absolutely great. And I know that the people who are like, oh my god, like, yeah, I go to the gym all the time. Like, at the beginning, me at the beginning of this fucking episode, when I was like, yeah, like, I go to the gym, my calves hurt. Those people that talk constantly about going to the gym and moving their body, it's because, number one, it feels so good once you start doing it. Because before, I was like, oh my god, these people are so annoying. And then once I started doing it consistently, I was like, okay, I understand why they brag so much, because it feels completely brand new. It's great. That is another way to take care of yourself and take care of your self-care, moving your body. Eating well making sure that you are nourishing your body because you deserve to have a nourished body. You deserve all of the food. You deserve the fruits, the vegetables, the dairy, the snacks, the indulgent meals, all of it. So make sure you're eating well and 
even getting a good enough amount of protein for your day, get you through, get that energy going. Um, practicing mindfulness. Overall, mindfulness is something that everyone can practice in their daily lives. Um, maybe even taking five minutes out of your day to do some deep breathing, meditation, yoga, um, connecting with yourself as a whole is going to be very important, very beneficial, feels great. That will multiply your self-care and how you feel towards yourself times 10. So make sure that you're doing that. Even if it is for five minutes a day, that is still better than nothing. Um, sometimes even unplugging. Like if you need to just go ghost on social media, and I'll do an entire episode about going ghost because I went ghost for like two years and it felt fucking fantastic. Um, I'll do an entire episode on that, but sometimes just taking a social media detox because that can be a lot as well. But as I've said this entire episode, it's going to be what makes you feel best. Things in your daily life that are sustainable, maintainable. Like, it's extremely important to have these little ounces of self-care. And it's, it's catered more towards your love languages for sure than this episode. But find things that kind of mesh well with your time. Because it is your time. At, at the end of the day, this is all your time. It's taking care of you. Prioritizing yourself. Do that. Because you are, you are extremely important. And you deserve all of these good things in the world. And don't let, don't hinder yourself from being accepting of all of the great things in life that the universe or your higher power or whoever it is has to give you because there's so much out there. You just have to find out what works best for you and take the time to do that. Because if you don't, I feel like if you don't take the time to do that, you're not going to feel that true love for yourself. You're not going to feel taken care of, cherished, you're not going to reap the benefits. So just make sure you're doing those small things as a whole. Well, guys, it has been so great talking to you today. I am so glad that you joined me for the premiere episode of Talking Life. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Do something nice for yourself. Cook yourself a meal. Buy yourself some flowers. Maybe watch your favorite TV show that's comforting to you. Do something good for yourself. Drink your water, stay hydrated, and have a great week. I will see you guys next Tuesday. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to reach out at Talking Life with Two E's podcast on Instagram. You can also reach out to my main account at Kelsey Flood. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye, guys.